Welcome, welcome back to, welcome back Portland, welcome us back, <laughs> give us our props, <laughs> welcome to the show, What's happening? yeah this is product of the 80s, I'm your host DQ Scott, I'm your co-host Mikey Make Everything, I am fresh at the dentist chair, so yeah. half my mouth is numb, yeah. I'm hoping that I come across clear, yeah. but we shall see, I got faith in you man, you're doing alright so far, <laughs> ways to go. Like slice to loan it out by the end of it, but we'll be all right. Yo, Adrian. <laughs> hey, yo, Adrian. You're just going. All right. We got a lot to talk about, so we won't mess around too much. Let's just get into it. Like that news we got some headlines. headlines. What's happening? This is outrageous. news. <laughs> This is beyond uh, me. <laughs> it was nice not having to almost do the show live last week because I feel like I kind of, in a way, got a break from the news in a weird way from having to look up so much stuff. Oh uh, yeah, it was kind of like oh, like kind of having to be in the news. Yeah, I had a clear kind of a clearer mind for like a little bit. You know what I mean? It does bring yeah. you down. Yeah, it's like it's, when you if you're informed, yeah, person, yeah, you kind of bummed out. Yeah. Like about a lot that's going on right now. Yeah, man. But there is some good news. Yeah, exactly. There is. So we'll put up. We'll put some positive lights to some of these parts. You know what I mean? If we can. For sure. All right. So starting off, a jurors give uh, two hundred eighty-nine million dollars to a man they say got cancer from Monsanto's Roundup weed killer. So everybody knows about Roundup. You've had it. It's the stuff you spray on the ground to kill all your weeds and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. This guy, I mean. It's crazy yeah. what happened to his body because of this stuff. Yeah, man. Like legions and stuff with his body. Yeah. Like hit out for days because the barrets can go out with his kids. Yeah, like just feeling it. Lesions on your skin. Yeah, man. Yeah. So this man's name is Dwayne Johnson. Uh, he's uh, from the, uh, I think it's uh, from California. And he's just one of many. Uh, I guess the thing is, this case got pushed to the forefront because uh, he's. You know, his well, no. life, life expectancy. Well, so no, they kind of well, wanted to get things going with the case. Well, I didn't know about like, this. Is like California will expedite your case if you if you're a terminal. Yeah, which is which is huge yeah. news in the legal world if you think about it. Yeah, if you're coming up with a lawsuit versus somebody that you know that's you know big business. Yeah, and they don't have all this time. Yeah, to just you know you know they always push those trials back. Yeah, exactly. You don't have a lot of time. They got to take you right into court. Yeah. and which a lot of times those those, those companies are wrong. I'm sure they get a lot of time for the legal team to put something together yeah. to back them up. That's a lot of time for them to defend themselves against a high class legal team, which is tough to defend against. And the thing is though, it's like this sets because this sets the precedent really for does. this case, which because there's about 800 uh, more patients that are suing Monsanto over this. I don't think there's enough money in the world for that. Like, no, I, I mean, that, like, I mean, it causes non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah. Terminal. Yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. You got to pay that. You got to pay that ticket. Yeah. And some people are like, "Oh, well, it's Roundup. People doing this now. He should have known better." Now it's like, no, you can't just put up products that do that. No, like his yeah. this, this guy is a groundskeeper. Yeah. I mean, he got the stuff that worked. Yeah. He and I guess and I guess this is what was given to him, even though he complained. You know, they're like, "Well, this is what we use." You yeah. No, they spread like two or three times a week. Yeah. I mean, there's only been one instance yeah. where he's actually spilled it on himself by accident. You know, yeah. accidents happen. Yeah. And for him that have lesions, yeah, that's and terminal. That's extreme. I mean, I know that he got two hundred fifty million. I mean, yeah. two hundred eighty nine million. I mean, the last remaining days that he have on this earth are gonna be comfortable. But yeah, still. Yeah, that's not worth your life. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, so props to you, Dwayne Johnson. Thank you for setting the tone. Just to know that there's a little bit of justice out there for people. You know what I mean? For the underprivileged, that it can happen. So just keep fighting, y'all. I mean, nothing's too big. So yeah, fight for what's yours. All right, Florida man threatened three people who uh, threatened three people uh, or threatened three people uh, three different times um, before shooting the man in your stand your ground case. So if you haven't heard of this man, Michael uh, might be doing his name on Drake, um, who uh, fatally shot uh, Marquise McLaughlin uh, after uh, Marquise uh, had shoved the man to the ground for harassing his family over this, right? a, a pack, he, parking spot. There was a guy, yeah. he was in at the, like a CVS or whatever. Yeah. He, oh boy runs up. He shoves him down. Yeah. Oh boy shoots him, kills him. Yeah, and so, of course, so now they've reopened the, the, the other authorities have decided to reopen the case through a higher form of government because they realized that the, the police force, local police force, didn't do their job right by letting this man go because that's obviously a crime. You see the video, you can see the man stepping away and it's obvious that this man was not, life was not threatened. But it turns out there's many other cases of this. This guy has a history of this, which is even more alarming that they police didn't even look into this man's history before determining this. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just to kind of shorten it up a bit, he uh, threatened a truck driver parked in a handicapped accessible spot. Uh, and, uh, another, uh, a woman who uh, drove too slow through a school zone. Um, a teen who didn't drive through a yellow light. Mm-hmm. And then there's some form of a brake checking incident on the road that so he has. And then all these ended up where these people finally complaints about this man and then threatening him with threatening them with a weapon. So this guy is, is got the, the worst amount of road rage, basically. Yeah. And is out here trying to one case at a time. Yeah. Make it so. Yeah. You know, and I mean, I'm glad that these people stepped up and said all of these things about this man so that he doesn't get all scot free like this is like a one and only time. Yeah. This guy's a menace. Yeah. And he, I'm doesn't, gl- yeah. he doesn't have to be out there yeah. if he has this this much hostility and he's armed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I'm glad justice is being done in that way, but it's still the alarming part still being it's like, I'm hoping this doesn't still like take away too much from the idea that the stand your ground law needs to change like that is the dangerous thing yeah it's very dangerous yeah that's like and obviously now it still benefits more people that are you know more Caucasians than it does people but that's, that's giving the citizens yeah way too much yeah way too much power over someone's power life responsibility yeah that's like what's up to you well I guess you feel threatened so I guess you're okay you killed him let, let, like, is that that easy was that, okay threatened. so so, Flor- so Florida is the purge state yeah. is that what you're trying to say yeah it's the purge state yeah I stand my ground that's exactly what I was thinking I was like this feels like the beginning of the purge right like if we don't knock this law down then the, that's pretty much we're just inching forward for the purge being a reality which scares me scary i've actually never watched one of those movies. i never watched any of those movies but, but I've, like, I've read a lot about them so i, I get the gist of it because i got enough the gist to, yeah to, to understand yeah. that you know you get so much leeway yeah. which is weird because i love horror movies but i don't count, count that doesn't that doesn't nah. appeal to me yeah, that's because that's almost america now and it's yeah. almost but america's always yeah. has been if you ever get a chance you like scary. horror movies watch the rift yowza Anyway. <laughs> that movie's insane. Anyways, uh, all right, moving forward. An Alabama county just got its first, 
Yes, first racially integrated school. I don't know so if like any the of you first guys, time ever in history. I don't know if any of you guys have been in the South. Yeah. If you've been to Alabama or Mississippi, yeah. it's still segregated. Yeah. Uh, I've heard some other people tell me that it's, it's, the, it's the railroad tracks. Yeah. If you're on the other side of railroad tracks, you're on black sound. Yeah. If you're on the other side of town, it's, yeah. you know, white, white side. Yeah. That's it's, how- like, it's like you're from the wrong side of the tracks, kind of yeah. makes sense. You heard, you know, you ever heard that? Yeah. That's expression? how, it, dude, that's how it used to be. That's kind of how it was even in the Northeast. Like, Back in the day, growing up here, like growing up in Northeast, Prescott was that line. Like, if like the so the north side of Prescott was obviously the black side mm. of the street, and then the south side of Prescott was obviously the white side of the street. Like, you can literally go down. You can almost see now if you go down it. You know what I mean? If you go down, you can see one side, the north side. It is like you know smaller houses, one story, couple apartment complexes. You know what I mean? Here and they're still looking nice and trim in there, and then the other side is like two, three story houses. That take up the whole block, about like two or three in each one. That take up the whole thing, a nice size yards. It's like an obvious difference. Mm. So that's funny. You can even see that history in Portland. Anyways, we can sidetrack. But uh, so University Charter School and um, in some Sumter County, Alabama, uh, it opened classes uh, Monday and has uh, enrolled more than three hundred students. Um, I guess this is more due. This is obviously due to the 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 uh, demographics of the city, and so they wanted to, they wanted to incorporate this to like show how uh, more progressive they could be and so uh, i commend them for that that's a big step i mean it's insane that this is happening just now it's but, not insane i mean yeah you're right it's not but it's the south i mean it isn't it isn't it's yeah. the south so the south yeah. always needed that change so yeah you know all they did back in the day was just do you know private schools yeah they're like we don't we don't want to be with you guys we do private schools yeah. whatever i mean that's still happening in other places there's places in new york they're just like nah they're like, nah, they're like we don't we don't want you yeah, integrating with our kids like we don't want this. So, so like, why should our kids lose? It's like because their kids are ultimately losing yes more than you need. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you're not really sure. They're like, no, our kids get the advantage. Screw those kids. We don't care. It's just that that's you know. I mean, you can I mean, call it, you can call it a class thing, but it's obviously that that you can see the difference in class. Not by they're not. I tell you what, they're not looking at the labels on their shirts. Be like, oh, you can't hang out with that kid because he's stupid. No, they're looking at the color of the skin. Yeah. That's not who's wearing a polo shirt. And who's wearing like a dirty like five dollar Bart Simpson shirt they got from Walgreens, which I still take. But no, like if but like, <laughs> if you're in Ohio and your kid's not in the LeBron school, you still you, you feel kind of cheated. Yeah. Regardless of the fact, yeah. You know, you still kind of feel cheated because you know he he went out and did everything and yeah. picked all these all these people to, to work this school. You're like, man, yeah. my kid wasn't it was that close, you know, or yeah. you know, whatever, whatever. Like you just yeah. never made it. So it's like, and there's still room, hopefully, like because they'll build up over the years, so there'll be more room for more kids. But, but that's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's the same type of scenario on the opposite opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's Crazy. like, like, yeah. Here's here's the progress, everybody. Right. Yeah. All right, and to close it out for headlines. All right, and this uh, this actually makes me think a lot about stuff here. So uh, in Paris, they rolled this week. They have rolled out sidewalk urinals. So there's exactly as it sounds. It's not like it's a little little thing that hides or anything, or uh, that goes to the you know it's not it's not stashed anywhere. Like these are like in very open places, not near a tree or shaded. This is like just right in the open, just like a garbage can or like a water fountain would be. And there's just yeah, but it's not covering your back. No, nah, not at all. You just go up, you just go up in there. There's no like I don't see any sanitizer thing in there. Like yeah, you just no, do your thing, like you it just, doesn't roll. You just whip your thing yeah. out, <laughs> pee and peace out. But yeah. I mean, that's like trees. Yeah. In general. Yeah. All right. So yeah, so just to get a, a better idea, here's, here's a, a news clip that better explains it. 
It's not a trash can, and it's not a planter either. These red-top boxes peppering the streets of Paris are open-air urinals. They're called urichoirs, and city officials installed them to combat the city's public urination problem. It's an issue Paris has struggled with in the past, going so far as to create an incivility brigade in 2016, which handed down fines for littering or relieving yourself in public. Not everyone is happy about this solution. Locals have complained the urinals are an eyesore, especially around famous attractions like Notre Dame Cathedral. The manufacturers of the open-air urinals say the boxes are environmentally friendly, they're filled with compostable hay, and they're supposedly odorless. Nothing... Yeah. You know what the word scent is? Non-scented. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just want to throw that out there. So odorless, I'm sure it stinks. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, a lot of me thinking it's like, dude, are we, how close are we to doing this Have you year? been around hay? Yeah. Have you been around hay? Yeah. Hay has a smell. Yeah, it stinks, actually. <laughs> so you're, you're going to yeah. wet hay down yeah. with dude, pee. Yeah. How close are we to doing that here, man? That's what I, I mean. I mean, there's, there's the open air, tra- uh, open you, air um, uh, restrooms that we have in Portland. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> it smells so bad. Yeah, from like twenty feet away. Yeah, like I don't know about like this this urinal. Yeah. I hope I, mean, I would we hope we could throw it some public like porta potties or something like that. But I figured they just become little no, mini drug yeah, dens. No, yeah, they're they're the worst too. Yeah, they're so, still working, but they're just um, going all over the place downtown. So there's that. I mean, maybe the urinal thing might not be a bad idea actually. Yeah, I mean, I rather I rather I yeah. rather it be shielded. Yeah. That's the only thing. If you They're go, not. yeah. If you, but just, even then, like yeah. the shielding kind of keeps you from just keep people from just doing their business and getting away. Yeah, it's 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 just the fact that somebody when you see where they're at, it's like it's on full blast. It's like man, you didn't even try. It's just like yeah, nah, yeah. It's I get there. They mean by eyesore because it's just right there. It's like ah, you can kind of strategically put it off to the side a bit. That's like nah, right in the middle for everyone to see. It's almost like to publicly embarrass them for doing it. Yeah, and it's a funny concept. All yeah. right, and actually we got we want to talk about something else uh, just real quick. Let's talk about this Amorosa situation. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say this. Anybody that was on your TV show shouldn't be in your cabinet. But yeah. the fact that she is in your cabinet lets you let you further know yeah. that the blow-up would be real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, of course, she's like, oh, yeah, I've saved all this stuff. Everybody's taped Trump, obviously. Yeah. Because he says some outlandish stuff. Yeah. Obviously, and I would say they knew at some point in time that's like it's only a matter of time before he stabs me in the back. Amorosa is just the kind of person. I, funny the way being the black, I'm like I'm coming prepared. Yeah, I'm gonna be prepared for this fallout. You're gonna come with all yeah. the receipts yeah. and show everybody that. Oh no, look here on this yeah. date and this time. Yeah, and I'm not giving her. Here's the thing: I'm not giving her a win on this at all. No, no, I'm not giving means. her because I can tell a lot of right wing spots are like, oh, this man, she's a hero for the left. No, she's not. No. Here's the thing that's funny to me in the Trump situation: everyone that he's a lot of people he's going against now are his own people. Yeah. The Jeff Sessions thing, the, a lot of other people, a lot of people. He's like this uh, FBI agents. It's a witch hunt. This a, a, a witch hunt led by the Democrats, except that everyone that's leading it is a Republican. But go on. No, everybody yeah. that that taped you, yeah, was a Republican yeah, or in yeah. your or in your in your party. Yeah. Obama didn't ever record you. Yeah. It's all like, your people, man, that are going like, against you. Your people. These what, are your dogs. What's the saying? Yeah. Keep uh, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It's like, like real close. This is, yeah, everybody that's your enemy is right next to you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny to me. So, like, I don't know. I Do I think these tapes are real? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, does it make a difference if they come out? No. No. Because everybody Thank knew you. he was racist. None knew. And then everybody was like, yeah. you know, he got 
uh, all the black jobs are going up. Yeah. All the percentage of black jobs started going up. They started going up when Obama yeah. started in office. And they tried to fix. They tried to fix. They're it. still they, going. Yeah, they tried to like, correct their mistake by calling it out, but they didn't really admit it to. They're like, oh, we gave the wrong time. Like, no, you gave the wrong numbers for that. Like, that was a percentage of it. But overall, he created like three million jobs or something like that for like African American. But they they, they just threw the numbers off like on him so bad. Like with the like three hundred thousand his whole term. I don't know, man. They tried to, and then they tried to correct it, but they tried to save face while doing it, so it's still very misleading. I don't all, know, man. It's all just, of this none stuff of this is, is misleading. Yeah. All of this stuff is fake news. Mm. All of this stuff is trash. I'm yeah. tired of talking about Trump. Yeah. Unfortunately, we have a little bit ways to go. We're almost there. We will celebrate. We're throw the biggest party when oh he my goes God. out of office. We're kicking it. When he gets out of office, yeah, yeah. I'm throwing, I'm throwing the biggest barbecue. X-ray, please let me throw a party, a barbecue for when Obama, Trump is out of office. I'll put it all together. Just give me the resources I need. We'll make that happen. <laughs> I will yeah, I will be more than happy to do that. I will actually DJ. For you, Portland. I won't even be on the mic. I'll, yeah. I'll just be playing the cuts. We celebrate. Yeah, yeah. We celebrate. Yeah. It'll be a cookout. <laughs> Y'all know what's up. You know what a cookout is. You have to be labeled like a real cookout. All right, anyways, <laughs> let's move on to some local news. How y'all doing out there, Oregon? I know it's a little hazy out there. Air's been bad. Oh my god. Can't run anywhere. Can't jog in the summer. Trying to get it in. Can't go with the dogs. Can't can't sit on a patio and have a drink. Hey, that that air is ruining my my garden as well. Yeah. I, don't, I don't trust anything yeah. in my garden now because of all that all that ash. It's ruining smoke. ruining business. Yeah. I don't like it. All right. You know what else people don't like around here? You see these e-scooters, these darn scooters, these kids and their dang scooters. Is e- so the e-scooter rider has crashed with the driver in Northeast Portland. It's finally happened. Uh, it's happened on uh, last Friday afternoon. Um, emergency crews call out at 5.45 p.m. Ooh, that is a little too early for that. Um, reports of a crash along 122nd near uh, Interstate 84. Uh, initial reports uh, state that the e-scooter rider was heading south on 122nd against the flow of traffic. When they were hit by a driver making a legal turn, Reiner went to the hospital as precaution, and he's still doing okay. But, uh, yeah, several businesses put out their uh, rentable e-scooters on Portland streets in late July. It's a pilot program in the city, which a lot of people I've noticed have been using, and very inappropriately from what also I have noticed, people seem to just get real dumb on them, like just whipping through the streets, yeah. not knowing what side of the road to really ride on, no helmet. No helmet. No anything. They're I've just never, I've never seen not yeah. one person yeah. riding those e-scooters. People just conveniently do it when they just feel a little lazy of walking and or and if or they're a little too drunk and they're like, oh, I'm going to walk. I'm just going to ride this scooter thing on. I'm not going to name names, but I know that's not the only it's, crash that's happened because hey. I've talked to people that's like, oh, well, it's not drinking. And it's like, well, it's like, well, let me just get a scooter. Nah. Nah. Bad idea. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying I'm always against these scooters. I mean, obviously, they're a problem. People get mad. Apparently, a lot of them are ended up in the river. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Y'all, y'all know better than that. Come on, yeah. Yeah. Just stop <laughs> it. I don't know. This could be a good thing, but I know this is going to get big bad because that's how people row here. We always mess something up like this. Remember, I remember we had that, that bike share program, the yellow bike thing. You try to share it. Like, you just leave it someplace, lock it up. Somebody else can use it as a community thing if you wanted to get home. You know what I mean? Just do your thing. And of course, naturally, people kept stealing them. And we painting them, doing it. It's just nothing. We just can't. We try to have some good faith. You know, it doesn't work. And then we even have something like this that could work. Giving people jobs. And people are like, oh, man, I make, you know, 200 something dollars a day doing this, you know? No, nah, you can't even give them a job. I don't know. Just don't hate on it because you think it's stupid because it's just popular to hate on stupid stuff. Yeah, it looks a little dorky. What haven't we done in this city that's looked insanely dark? I'm just saying, like, if, you, if you're planning on riding these things all day, and you leave the house with the intention to ride it. Just yeah. bring a helmet. Yeah. 
Just don't ride be safe. Of, just don't ride in the middle of the street like an idiot. Take a side street uh, something. Be safe. Yeah, just don't be like zigzagging down Gleason like a fool. You know what I mean? Like, we'll get on my way. Because I've seen that too. I mean, I like them because yeah. like, they take a while to get up to speed. Yeah. I've only ridden one. Yeah. I do the green one or whatever, yeah. but I heard some of the other ones go faster. Yeah, I, I see know. some people take off and just fall immediately, which is I'm hilarious. just saying. Man. And they start right in the middle of the street like a dummy. I'm like, no, you're doing like, man, no. get off to the side of something not like near busy at the intersection. Like, stay off the sidewalk. Yeah, <laughs> don't ride on the sidewalk with those things because you're just you're just looking yeah. to get clipped. Yeah, I don't think you realize how the roots in these trees work on the sidewalks. So you there's gotta, always you got to be in yeah. the street to be seen. Yeah, no, the, if you're on the yeah. sidewalk, nobody sees you. Then you yeah. get clipped up, and then yeah. it's, it's all on you. Yeah. No but, helmet. Yeah, last but not least, if you're walking down the street at night. Also, don't walk on the sidewalk because you never see those cracks from the roots. It's always so many here, man. Stub yep. your toe. That's I've, what I I've always, I've always came from the <laughs> such a from the old school. Like when you when they sit this out in the street to go yeah. play, we yeah. never walked on the sidewalk. We walked in the street. Yeah, yeah. Because you never knew what was yeah. going on, especially yeah. dogs. Yeah, exactly. If you're in the street already, you can kick, you can kick yeah. rocks and jump on, and jump on a, a car. car or something like that. I'm out. Yeah. But if you are, if you're on the sidewalk, <laughs> you're gonna get ate up. Plus, yeah. where's the street lights at? Yeah. Street lights are in the street. Yeah. Literally, yeah. it's the street lights. So you walk in the lights so people can see where you're coming. You're not surprising anybody. Yeah, hood logic. It's hood logic, but it it it, 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 it keep you alive. Exactly. You know? yeah, that's why we're still here. Yeah. All right. And in, in a move that I've only seen in Oakland, California, and what is called a sideshow, drivers are, have decided to block the Fremont Bridge in Portland for street racing. Which I just saw pictures. I saw them just doing donuts, like as an Oakland sideshow. So this happened on, on Sunday night. And uh, ordered, uh, the Oregon Department of Transportation said the group blocked the northbound traffic on Interstate 405 for about half an hour. And witnesses got out and took video of the car, which I thought was interesting. They were in the car. They actually got out and yeah. like, were hanging out when part of taking video. Like, this is it. No, yeah, messed like, up. <laughs> this is all messed up, but I'm going to get out of my car yeah, and, enjoy the show. <laughs> and go enjoy the show. <laughs> this is terrible. These guys are doing all this uh, bad stuff. Like, 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 my there. camera's filming and yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm noticing they still, like, I'm hoping. <laughs> Yeah, it so, was ridiculous. Like yeah. I, there was so much footage of that. Yeah, it's like whoever the organizer was is just looking to go to jail. Huh? I was looking on like like little forums and comments about this, and there are people like, "Yo, good luck stopping us." And then I look on their profile, and they'll be like, eh, "Like you know, like broed out, like Logan Polish with like you know what I mean, like but with their car." And they they like and obviously you could tell they're into cars. I was like, "Oh, they're just." They're just going on. The, they're literally going to story comments and be like, "You can't stop us." Oh, so the entitlement takes over again. Yeah, and I was like, and I looked at it. And I was like, no one's even coming after this. Like, you know, it's funny. You're right. You're right. This little white kids gonna get away with the it. White kids gonna get away with it. Yeah, guess what? You're white. Prime. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't. Of course, none of them were from Portland. Right. But it's interesting. Now I'm gonna try to keep an eye out for this because I've seen like a lot of this stuff before, but I've never seen it just right in the middle of the city like that. Closest thing I could think of was back in the day when people used to do cruising on Broadway back in the day. Yeah, you mentioned that. Growth. You mentioned that like last yeah. week. Did That's you, the closest. Did you, hey, did you influence this culture? Because you just I hope said I this every like two birthday. weeks ago. Like, yeah, we need to come back. They forgot about us. <laughs> we put our name out there, and then we for real. You bring it back. Yeah. So ridiculous. You can see him in a warehouse with like a Tyrese of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Tyrese the worst? We can talk about know. that for our hour. I don't know. Like I could talk about Tyrese. He's the worst. <laughs> God, he's the worst. He is the worst. Uh, he did it to himself. He did. Yeah. What more do you want from me? Yeah. So bad. My mom's a huge Tyrese fan. She's like, you follow Tyrese. Wait, my mom's a Tyrese fan. She's like, you too. follow him on, on That's Facebook. Why I, I was like, like him. no. She's like, he says a lot of inspiring stuff. I was like, man, I ain't trying to Whatever. It's like, man, I ain't trying to Not that I don't like inspiring stuff, but I ain't trying to hear that. I bet you I hear Tyrese. <laughs> exactly. Not even close. Yeah, it's like, there's other people I can go to for that. I don't need Tyrese for, for my daily affirmations. Anyway, <laughs> no offense to Tyrese. I'm just saying, I don't need you for that. There's other people for that. 
Anyways, <laughs> an Ohio man was found after a week on Mount St. Helens. After being gone for this amount of time, he survived off of bees and berries. Apparently, he got stung by 40 bees, killed them, ate them, and survived off berries and was gone for six days. Did, never found water. No, yeah, he, this was, man he was out there. This man survived off the berry juice. Yeah, and bees. That and stung bees. him. Like, luckily got stung by enough bees to give him protein. Man, if you don't They go, said he was super dehydrated, but I'm sure he found some ways to like But his, yeah. his mom did say he was a Boy Scout. Yeah. Um... Like he had all this other like little bit of training, except like he, except the compass. I mean, except and the compass, map. and, and except except for things a Boy Scout would bring. But I'm saying, like at the end of the day, <laughs> his training, yeah, kept him alive a week, yeah, on St. Helens. Yeah, that's impressive. Bees, he said, yeah. the bees never stopped chasing him. Yeah, he got stung fifty times. It, but like he was out there with flip flops, and they obviously and it, and, and did not work. And his flip flop busted. They Why are you busted. doing? High, here's the thing. Boy Scout, yes, but like but one thing to be a Boy Scout is to come prepared, right? Yeah. He took off. He borrowed his friend's car. He's from Ohio, mind you, obviously. So he borrowed his friend's car to go to a hiking spot he obviously didn't know about without a map, without any phone, phone or anyone, or any other way to reach him, with some flip flops on, no got, gear, no got compass. Turned around. Yeah. It was that, stuck out there for not a week. very Boy Scoutish of him. I'm not. I'm not happy you're alive, and I'm. I'm sure those instincts kicked in <laughs> once you're in danger. But whatever, man. You didn't Boy Scout. Usually when you think of Boy Scout is to be prepared. He didn't really Boy Scout. He, I think he forgot the number one rule. I'm I sure mean, somewhere it's in the top three things of Boy Scoutness or, hood or mean, whatever that is to be prepared, and that's what he was. He went out there and was like, I'm a man versus wild this thing. Yeah. I'm going to come out here with nothing. It's a flip-flop. And survive yeah. a week. This, this story would be only better if he was wearing house shoes. Right? <laughs> that's just so strange. If he was wearing corduroy house shoes. If he wears a corduroy house shoes. <laughs> I would take everything back. I would, believe, I would just be like, okay. Take it all back. All right, Debo. You, you can't prepare. You can't prepare. You can't G it up to the forest. You can't For prepare. <laughs> but shout out to you, Matthew Ma Matheny. Of Warren, Ohio, for making it out alive. I'm glad you made it. I'm glad your family gets to see you another day. Just be a little more prepared next time, so uh, that won't happen to you. And I guess for anyone else that goes out there, if you're new here, yeah, you can get lost out in the woods out here. We are pretty remote. I know, like Portland's only an hour away, but there's some remote joints out here in Oregon, right? Like you get lost, you lost. Woods can get a little thick. Don't test them. All right. So. An outside investigator may start reviewing our Portland police crowd control tactics. Um, which is not good, if you ask me, because I figured, like, this is uh, this is something that happened. Pretty much having Ted wheeling around and us bringing in a new police chief, um, uh, Daniel Outlaw. I, I figure this is something they should be able to work out together. And they're supposed to have this cohesiveness. For all this to come up right away while things are just getting going is a bad sign. If we got to bring in other investigators, because that just shows discord within our own government and our police force. Which is totally what we don't need. We need them to get together. I mean, either like Daniel Outlaw's off or hey, Ted is off, or I, honestly, in my opinion, I think they're both off, which makes the situation even worse. I'm I'm all for people asking questions when they don't know the answer to something. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah, if you don't know somebody something, ask somebody, look something up. I get that. Yeah. but I, I understand what you're saying as well. That you know there needs to be some cohesion going on. Yeah, I, mean, I was hoping Daniel Outlaw coming in would be the thing to fix all this stuff. You know what I mean? And now I feel like now she's just kind of like battling out with everyone else. And it's like, oh man, now I don't know like. Where the community voice is now supposed to be within the police force. Because I know it ain't Ted Wheeler. Yeah. You know, and I, I, now I'm starting to believe it's not Daniel Outlaw. From what I've seen so far, I don't I don't see it. I can't really fully say that, but from what I've seen, I don't see it. So now I'm like, okay, now I mean, if, we, if they're know? getting training from some, somebody that's coming from somewhere that that has, you know, yeah. some very good tactics, yeah. for sure. Yeah. But if it's just like, we just need somebody to come in and 
break this tie, yeah, then that's lame. Yeah, and that comes because all that demonstration thing. And then Daniela mm-hmm. came and said, "It's like, oh, this would have went down even if the mayor said something or not. Like we were already doing it." So I mean, I don't know. She's got to take control of the force, and I get that. But I mean, then of course the end is, you know, people get hit. I don't know, man. People get, and then you got people getting hit with flashbangs in the head, and it's like, yo, that's that's not what you said you do. And I thought she was supposed to be here for this stuff too. She was like, I'm going to be here for these community events. And I haven't seen her. I still got faith in you, girl. I know it takes a while to get things going, and you got to protect your cops. You do others too, but like there has to be some cohesion. So I'm asking local government, please uh, be accountable. And everyone else out there, you got to hold these people accountable ourselves because we don't pay attention to that stuff because there's not. There's not a lot of news sources or outlets that you know get around a lot around town. I can see that, and so and we're always encompassed in such national, international news. So many of these big things, we forget what's happening in our own backyard. So you gotta pay attention to this stuff because this is happening to us. This does affect us. So let's keep an eye out, y'all. That's all. All right. So let's move on to our main topic. Speaking of blue bloods, yeah. So, if you've all heard, there's this little movie out called Black Klansman. So, it's produced by Jordan Peele, directed mm. by Spike Lee. Yes. And yeah. starring Denzel Washington's son. Yeah. John David Washington. John David Washington. Yeah. And a couple other people. Alec Baldwin, Adam Driver, a host of other people. Um, yeah. Starts the movie. So, we wanted to get together just kind of... Let's just talk about this movie and what it means, and uh, it's just what we think. I think it should be like informative, but also just fun discussion. So I went and saw it the other night with buddy Christopher Franklin, who we may remember from a previous show. Lost and in I, Portland. Yeah, yeah. Who has a show, Lost in Portland? Man, when are you going to plug my show, Chris? Whatever. You right. listening? He ain't listening. Right now. I plugged it. <laughs> I plugged it, so you plugged the cue. Yeah. Time, right? Nah, right. Well, shout out to Chris. Love you, man. Thanks for going to see that movie with me. And so um, what, we, what I took from it... Um, one of the biggest things I took from this movie myself was the display of normality of the clans members. Now, some of them kind of had like some personality quirks of sorts, but if you looked at their nature, like typically you think in a movie like this, okay, it's like a big bad group. You know, they're going to have a bunch of tattoos and some leather jackets with some patches and like yeah. all this stuff. They didn't have that. And I loved how they showed that representation of it because it showed it could be anybody. You know what no, I mean? It was, like it was crazy. it's like no, these are the people really doing it. These are just everyday, average-looking people. You know what I mean? Not just some big, scary, bald dudes with tattoos. It's like these are just some regular people who are doing this and believe all these scary things. It's just, it's you know just, what I mean? It's like, scary how all those how these cults kind of work. Yeah, like they don't say the name. You know, it's mm-hmm. the organization. Yeah, they have certain handshakes. Yeah, exactly. Um, they have certain ways of you being affiliated with them, just like any other like the Skull and Bones or any of those other like groups. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah, man. You just, I mean, but this, but this one, you just have to have the same beliefs. But the other ones is like, you know, you have to pay a certain amount, or you have to be related to this person, or whatever, yeah. whatever. So you yeah. get to see the dynamics of this organization, and it's crazy to see yeah. them bring it full circle. Yeah, that's what I liked about the movie, and especially with the whole with the whole idea with uh, with um, with with David Duke. Yeah, David Duke. I like, love that they went and got uh. Topher Grace. Topher Grace is, uh, I always felt like was a great actor. I loved the 70s show. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I found it interesting how they actually put that together because, like, one thing for me is how they, 
how Spike Lee like kind of flipped it a bit, like where he did just show him kind of in his light, like even kind of being smart, charming, little like weird yeah. output. But then still connecting that with a lot of other parts. I guess we could talk about that towards the end of the segment, just more about the sure. ending of it. Sure. Because I think that had a big impact on uh, on a lot of things. And so um, I think I think another thing that's interesting about the display this as well is like the soft approach. Because I think we all know it. Like the, the way this movie made me feel was that racism has become normalized. Well, no, like it's I, become no, every day. It, it made it no, seem no, no. so like it's, it's, it's become structuralized. Yeah, it's the way yeah, I look at it. Yeah, it's it. There's been a way for everybody just to be like constantly moving this wheel forward. Yeah, not backwards, but like forward on. Oh, you know, in a few weeks we're gonna be doing this. Oh, in a few weeks we'll be doing that. Yeah, we're constantly planning stuff. Yeah, it's just a yeah. never-ending hate circle yeah. that just constantly happens but the, the guys who are in it yeah. just seem normal they just take an order from the yeah. from, it from moves the in normal ways they, they have like bake sales and things like that too yeah. that raise money for this organization but really at the core of it it's to push this hate agenda but it's funny how like how many steps and how many people organize do that like one thing that tripped me up the most was the one of the members why well, I think it's uh, one of the members wives and uh, um, I think it's played what's the actress's name Ashley Atkinson that, that actress, she played like this, like she played one of the wives of the clans members. And like, I remember looking at her, it's like, man, that's just like, I know, that's like my homie's mom that yeah. I love. But it just so happens she just hates black people. Just hates black people with a passion. Figures. You know what I mean? I was like, but it was funny looking at that character because even watching, I see on the screen, I was like, man, that's. She was like a normal lady. Like she hasn't really done anything yet. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? But I can still tell she hates black people, but she hasn't like done anything. But like, that's the part that scared me the most. I was like, man, it is like that legit. Like, but you know it's, what I mean? But, like, I'm probably talking, so I probably go to the supermarket. I mean, I'm probably talking to some lady in line. And I mean, she probably does the thing. Back in her mind, she wants to kill me. And she actually does things in her daily life that helps to systematically break me down, like hold bake sales to raise money to put in like racist candidates in the office. But, you know what I mean? But, like, that's the scary thought. But, you know? but what I always thought the KKK consisted of was just white people who hated black people. Yeah. I didn't know that they hate everything. Yeah. They hate everybody. Jews, other subsections of other. But humanities. you never, yeah. you never really hear about the the other the other color lynchings. Yeah. You only hear about the black lynchings and what the Ku Klux Klan have done to black people. Yeah. They're like our ghosts. Yeah. Though, like, you know, growing up, you always just thought if you see a white hood, you're terrified. Yeah. Because, but you, you never, especially for me, I'm from Indiana. Yeah. Ku Klux Klan is from like Martinsville. Yeah. That's like where all the the, the leaders have come from for like the last hundred years. So yeah. we're terrified. Uh, white people in in Indiana because yeah. you know, ulterior motives because yeah. they'd be your neighbor yeah but it also put put that put that cross in your yard yeah. you know yeah how do you feel how do you feel about this as a Spike Lee movie I I like his his approach to it and his appeal to it because yeah. I like that it wasn't just Spike Lee it was Jordan Peele yeah I like the story yeah as well yeah because it sounds like a sketch yeah, yeah. but the biggest six words are is like black man joins Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. You're like, what? Yeah, that's like all you need to say. That's all you need to say yeah. and I'm going to be in the seat. Yeah. You can just put that as like a big like like dunk dunk like title yeah. card on the screen and then show the like show the, the face or like a movie poster of it and people are like, I'm going to go see that. People don't even hesitate. You don't even have to actually do a trailer. People like a real trailer trailer with footage. You could probably show that and people would be interested enough. It's just, a, it's just it amazing that in the if you listen if, if you watch any of the, yeah. the, the interviews of this is back in the day, this is a, this is what the, the cops did. The yeah. cops would sit around and read the newspaper, yeah. and that's how they like. If they was a slow slow day at the at the office, yeah. they read the newspaper and try yeah. to figure out what was going on in their city, yeah. so they'd be more informed. Yeah. 
which I don't know if that still happens, but I feel like they need to bring that back. Early. A, yeah. B, he sees a post about the Ku Klux Klan looking for for yeah. for new members yeah. in the newspaper. Yeah. Do they do they they go out now and like pass out little pamphlets? They with, little with, memorabilia, with, but I'm saying but no, like, they pass like little pamphlets with candy. Yeah, like you get like you get like a little pamphlet like just like a like a watchtower. Looks all like a nice and wholesome. It's got like a little mint or a little like a little Snickers mini bar in there. It's like, do you hate these black people? Yeah. Do you hate these Jews? That's crazy. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe come join the Ku Klux Klan. They got me. You got more candy. I, I guess I can get on board. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a little weird concept. He sees that. Yeah. In the, he sees that in the in the newspaper, and he's like, okay, yeah, sign me up. Yeah. And they're like, okay, yeah. You hate all these things too. Well, that you meet all the criteria. Yeah. Let's That's do enough. it. Yeah. Well, there's another... I don't want to tell too much of the story. Yeah, exactly, because I don't want to give away too much either. But, but like, yeah. it's like, wow. Yeah. It, that's I mean, that's the 70s. That's not that far. That's not that long ago. No, it's not. It's 30, He's still 35, around, 36, kicking. 30, you know, maybe 40 years ago. David Duke's still around. He's involved in politics. That's how long ago it was. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, and Brian Stallworth, yeah. uh, the guy who wrote the book and also, you know, main character in the movie, it's like, he still has his card. Yeah. This Ku Klux Klan membership card carries, still carries, with him. carries around his wallet. I mean, that's that's the only thing you can do to prove, like, yo, this is a real thing that happened to me. Because people probably won't believe you. Which I guess is kind of the thing about it. I thought about, like, the approach with the movie. It's like, man, like, I like how there's a comedic element to keep you kind of, like, engaged a bit, you know, yeah. keep you open in a way. But, like, I don't think it does take away from the seriousness of and what's happening. And how scary that but, actually like, was for everybody involved. Yeah, but, like, yeah, I think it kind of does, in a weird way, it kind of does bring you in a little more. It's not like it's a comedy, but it's a dark comedy, I'll say. Yeah. But like it kind of does bring in, it does, I think it opens up people who, honestly, I think it's there for like maybe certain white people that feel so uncomfortable with the situation in the first place to bring him into like the craziness and the, the well, like, well, you know, the, other situation to make it believable, but like not make him feel too weird to like not understand I, what's going on. It still keeps him engaged in a way, you know, I mean? think, instead of I just feeling like, movie, I don't know if I'm, I feel uncomfortable with this. I think know? this movie shows you how far hate can get you. Yeah. I feel like when you just out this outright believe his, you know, all the mess that you hear about other uh, other cultures, and you just believe it because somebody else told you, this is how dumb the road can get for you. Yeah. Now, if you don't like somebody, or because of their race or whatever, whatever like that, something something as simple as that. Yeah. You need to go get around that culture. Yeah. Talk to somebody with that culture, and not just one person, yeah. multiple people, so you can get all the aspects of that culture. Yeah. So that so that you realize that it's stupid. Yeah. To just outright hate something without knowing anything about it, yeah. but what you've been taught. Yeah. From these other people. Yeah. And if everyone, if you guys get a chance uh, to look it up, there is this is actually a thing that's actually happened more recently in a weird way. There's a man by the name of Theo E.J. Wilson, who is more of a, he's not a cop, but he is more of a, a an activist of sorts. And uh, he's, you can look it up, he actually done a TED Talk, there's multiple videos with him where he actually infiltrated the alt, like a couple alt-right groups online. So he posed as a member online and he would chat with these people, like do online discussions and stuff about racist ideas and things like that. And he actually has a big um, expose. So I encourage you, if you get a chance, go on YouTube and check him out. His name's Theo E.J. Wilson. And it's a very interesting story. But um, one thing that, that watching a little bit of that I watched, uh, one thing that I took from him was he was saying that the people involved, like that he came across, seemed like those like were the ones like they weren't like big burly guys. They were just like 
kind of maybe those who probably got picked on or nerdy or like you know. But, but the, you know, I mean, it seemed but, like, but, they but were you, like they were losing or something in general, and they just wanted to find some release, like feel a part of something. But what you, but, them, but, but the, what you realize is that hate is organized. Exactly, hate is straight up yeah. organized, yeah. orchestrated from top to bottom, yeah. from 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 leader to follower. Yeah, it is like it's like your flock when you're a, when you're a pastor at a church, but you're just teaching all of these people just to hate all of these races, and not also not not only to hate, but also to yeah. inflict damage. Yeah. And, and and impose fear yeah. into these other races that are, are in your community. Yeah. Not not far away. Yeah. In your community, your next door neighbor or anybody, you know, that, that's the craziest. That's that's American terrorism. Yeah. Whew. All right. So, and to kind of round it up a bit, um, this is kind of a spoiler, but not really. At the end of the movie, uh, there's a, there's, if you stick around to the end of Black Klansman, if you go see it, there's footage of, um, uh, Nazi rallies of white supremacist groups nowadays so it kind of help you know tie in some other parts of the movie which I won't give away that kind of tie in with modern society but it kind of makes it very much more in your face by showing that and uh, but at the end of it, also, it hasn't went anywhere and that it's still yeah. prominent thing going on near you so always be aware of your surroundings yeah and so David Duke has some words about it and I think it's interesting um, how the man in this movie has to say this about our current president they represent you. This represents a turning point for the people of this country. We are determined to take our country back. We're going to fulfill the promises of Donald Trump. That's what we believed in. That's why we voted for Donald Trump because he said he's going to take our country back. And that's what we got to do. All right, so there you go. The leader of the Ku Klux Klan who stars in this infamous movie, who gets to see Be It Evil. Evil man, that is what he said not too long ago after our president got elected. So, just saying, it's all about the company you keep, right? It's who you're associated with. If you're running with the, hanging with a cool bunch, that's what it's all about. So, just be careful out there, y'all. All right. Speaking of, I always thought to myself about switching around the order of the show because every, most of our main topics seem to be something that relates to racism because you can find anything. And then, oddly enough, we go into a segment called That's Racist. So, let's go into That's Racist. <laughs> <laughs> Pure coincidence, but the world made this coincidence. Yeah. Now, is it a real coincidence? Nah. nah. I'm hating y'all. <laughs> to my defense, I will say that usually when we do this, we kind of take somewhat of a lighthearted approach to it because some of this stuff is so ridiculous. I think just being black, you see it so many times, you can almost kind of laugh. It's not that funny. But it's kind of like, ah, they're at it again. Yeah. Yeah. Side as that is, but that's how we get by as black people. We kind of have to make fun of this stuff. Why do you think we're so we gotta funny? We got to get by. As <laughs> we well. got to laugh at something. It's real. All right, and some ridiculous racist news. Chicago police are leaving bait trucks full of Nike shoes in a predominantly black neighborhood, and uh, pretty much just waiting for uh, young, just poor black people to come steal them so they can come arrest them. Yeah. Now. Here's the thing. This isn't a totally okay, new okay, thing because they set up. bait cars up all the time. And so they've been doing this for a while. Yeah. But let's just take away from this. This, is, make, this make, is on a whole other scale. Make this really funny. Yeah. What would be, what would be the other city into that spectrum? Yeah. What would you put in the white neighborhood to make them go unruly? Amazon packages. Amazon packages. Yeah. <laughs> just put a bunch of Amazon packages. Just put an Amazon truck. This. You know, unbothered, <laughs> yeah. leave it unopened. Yeah. yeah, a truck of Tom's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Birkenstocks? Yeah, Tom's Birkenstocks, you know. 
Wallabies, I could go anyway, any direction. <laughs> That's for intermixed <laughs> neighborhoods. If you got some diversity going what on, that could be it? for everybody. Fifty Shades, Fifty Shades, gray. <laughs> it's great. It's a whole truck full of those <laughs> sitting out front. <laughs> Bunch of coffees at Tully. That'll work. That'll work? Exactly. Okay. I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> Just had to ask the question. Yeah, exactly. No, that's an appropriate question to ask because how could that not be in your mind? It's like, well, you don't see someone steal it. won't be bad. It's like, no, you put it in front of a bunch of white people. That seems appealing. No, it would probably take, because I've seen a lot of rich white people still last A bunch of scones? But the thing is that you're going to, yeah, yeah, exactly. But you're going to these neighborhoods in yeah. particular. You're going to the south side of Chicago. Yeah, to do to it. To put Nike, yeah. to, 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 okay, a place where these people are don't have jobs can't get jobs in yeah. the city you won't hire anybody from certain areas of this town yeah you're basically leaving them in that in this quadrant to yeah. die yeah and the crazy part about it to me is that like they're they're, they're like oh well it's to so we got some thefts over at the docks or or whatever in these shipping yards or whatever and so that's right here so you come to the neighborhood so it's like why don't you stick to the shipping yards so where it's being done it's just the worst excuse, and they're apologizing I, for it. But it's I, like now you apologize because you got called out and you got caught. I uh, hate what they're what doing did. with with Chicago South Side because yeah. the city is prosperous. The city's actually making a lot of money. Yeah, it's a big. It's you know it's a forward thinking city. Besides that one quadrant. Yeah, it's like they won't let you come out of that quadrant and thrive. Yeah. Not even close. It's messed up. So keep a watch out for y'all out there if y'all for bait trucks. Unless no one should be taking anything. You shouldn't be stealing. You shouldn't be stealing. But you shouldn't be setting up people like but that. At the same time, people, like, people are hungry and they're desperate. You, you like, know they're gonna go for that. They're like people have horrible conditions. Anyone but like that that's dying out there in the streets, man, struggling to make it happen, will take any leg up they can, especially if they're pressed against the wall. So people are already disenfranchised. You don't have to push them any further than they already are. Right. There's already distrust in the neighborhood amongst cops. Anyways, this just makes it worse. All right. Speaking of which. Uh, Officer Mike Moore of uh, Arkansas Policeman is uh, fired because he's telling kids they don't belong in the city. You don't believe me? Listen to him say it himself. I'm Mike Moore. All right. We're Dale Scribner, nephew. Yeah, we're there. Just trying to record okay. a video. Yeah, we, we just noticed you've been following us everywhere. Right now? Yeah. You know why? Because you don't belong in my city. How we, we're from here. But you understand, I know who my people are, right? Who belongs here, who doesn't? Who, who don't? We got gang wars going on. We got all kinds of stuff. And I come from the big city where this stuff's small. Yeah. Okay? So that's cool. Oh, yeah. Do your thing. Oh, yeah. we don't, you said we don't belong in your city, though? Can I say something? Yeah. Okay. You know, I have never seen you here before, and I know almost everybody Man, here. I grew you up in 101. Well, good. I, I, well, I, good. I graduated good. from England High. Well, good for you. My name's Mike Moore. You all right. Okay? I'm not from here. Step away from my car. I'm about to get my dog out. Wow. Yeah. Woo. That's Mike Moore for everybody. That Mike's officer Mike Moore. And he kept saying it. I'm Mike Moore. Yeah. You don't belong in my city. Yeah, you don't belong in my city. I'm not from here. I don't know. Honestly, everybody, like, I don't know. We could go off on about it, but what is there really to say? That's just another That's just another black experience that you see in the regular. That's a regular experience. Yeah. That's a regular like, what experience. Do you, what, are you, what are you doing in my city, boy? Yeah. That's just a regular. First off, I'm a man. Yeah. And I'm here visiting. Yeah, that's just family. Some regular old things that happen. Yeah. All right, let's just try to move things along a little quicker because we don't got too much time left. Uh, and uh, a six-year-old boy um, in Orange County, Florida, as uh, was sent home from a private school because he had dreadlocks. They're very clean-looking dreads down to his shoulders, way better looking than mine. And he got kicked out of school. He's in a private Christian academy. Now I know what you're probably thinking. Well, it's not like. I mean, there's the rules. It's like, no, nah, there are other students there, white students, but had their hair down to their shoulders. This wasn't actually part of it. As a matter of fact, and if you, li if you look at the video, I wish I had, I wanted to play some of the audio, but it's hard to do it in context because you really do need the video. 
and I couldn't get enough together in time. But if you check out this video, of this the, the father's in there, he's about to basically cry after this, like trying to like holding his breath, like about Loma's losing his breath because he's so angry and so sad and so like, feeling all these emotions. And he wants this one his son to lose faith. He's those, he does it, he holds it together for his kid, which I commend him for. But like pretty much like you go in there, they weren't really trying to help him out. They weren't like oh like like well if he cuts his hair he can come back. But they were already like well you can unenroll him now and this and that and all you have is this paperwork and that like they were like kind of quietly like oh well we know you want to go okay well you can go they weren't like hey we're sorry we want you to stay with us we don't want they were very unapologetic in doing it they're like oh there's nothing we could do no you can you're like the administration of this I mean, Christian private school you could do everything actually it's a private school <laughs> I'm paying money for On my child to be at this school yeah. to get this type yeah. of education yeah. Somehow, the last thing yeah. I'm gonna let you do to me yeah. is tell me yeah. what my kid cannot yeah. Can and cannot do with his hair. Yeah, it's I, hair. Yeah. He's six years old. Yeah. What's his hair gonna do? I don't know. I, was, I don't know how that disrupts his education or anyone else's. But That's apparently it does. Yeah. So there you have it. So keep an eye out for that, everybody. Um, if you have a kid with dreads, make sure the school's okay with it. That stuff. That's usually a sign of like comfort for me, if you ask me. I've been waiting uh, for this. This yeah. is my favorite Yo, topic right coffee here. Coffee, Kathy. Oh, coffee, Kathy is yeah. probably my favorite thing. Yeah. This guy's there to do work, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. To go ahead and start. Yeah. It man, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we just, you want to just go straight to this? Go straight to it. All go right. straight to it. All right, listen, listen, y'all. That's right. There's a lady being super racist and crazy right now. I'm going to give it to you guys. I'm going to show you. She doesn't let us in. We work here. Uh, with, there's, a, there's a guy who hired us to work in this building. And uh, now she, she's saying hi. She's saying hi. So there you go. We work here for a company. A, a, a guy hired us to come over here and work. We're working construction. Uh, and as I, I guess this lady, because she also lives here, she says that we're not allowed to come here. She, uh, she's been a little racist uh, with us, because we treated with Mexicans. And look where she's been. Hey, use the key. I have the key. Then use the key right there. That's all I'm asking. I have. I have the remote key, which is the the one that the, from this property. I have also the keys from this. Uh, um, uh, That's what he was coming for, and then you started He's making a scene. Here. He's been here. Get out of my face, dude! At that point, she threw coffee on him. She threw hot coffee in this man's face, shirt, all of this stuff. Because he was protecting himself because she was getting racial on yeah. him. So he pulls out his phone yeah. and starts recording because yeah. he's there to do a job, ladies and gentlemen. And yeah. this lady this lady is stopping him yeah. from doing a job. Yeah. And then there's another thing I want to bring up. Yeah. There's been another... Uh, <laughs> it's been happening a lot lately, but I'm glad that everybody's having their phones out yeah. and doing this stuff. But there's another thing that you... You guys always talk about, you know, Mexicans are taking all these jobs. Yeah. All those videos that came out this week, Mexicans out in the, in the field picking strawberries. It's like, you want my job? Come take it. Yeah. You, you really think I'm taking yeah, your job? Right yeah. Come take it. Yeah. So it's like, first, you won't let this man work, yeah. A, and yeah. then B, uh. you know, you're saying you're taking jobs. Well, they're offering jobs, too. Yeah, if you want to come work, yeah. come work. Just being blatantly racist. And then, here's the thing. There's a follow-up to this as well. Like, well, for one, this lady, her name's Rhonda Michelle Pollan. She runs a... Why do all these people own small businesses that involve oh. health or wellness? Yeah. So she runs, like, a fitness gym. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And she pretty much like hates it. Like she's like, I'm sorry, I'm not racist. That's not who I am. Well, like we heard it and we saw it. So yeah. that's pretty much happened. On top of that, as soon as this happened, the other guy comes around to the door. There's a dude at the door who I'm calling racist Richard. Who came? Who pretty much stopped? Who stopped the other dude at the door? And was just like, you stole my bike. Da 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 da. 
you can't come in here. And like, so he starts going off. So then they got it from two people in the building that won't let him. Yeah. He's going off on him, threatening to kill him. It's like, oh, like, you want oh, to er- go, Everybody thinks this, this happens to Mexicans. One time I pulled up to my yeah. friend's place in Palm Springs where everything is gated. Yeah. I get to the property where I'm invited to. Yeah. My friend's like, yeah, just take an Uber and we'll, and we'll, and we'll come oh, to the gate and yeah. grab you. Yeah. The guy who lives in the place pulls up and is like, you can't be here. I'm like, yeah, I can. My yeah. friend invited me here. I'm here for them. You can't be here. Don't come on my property. And yeah, there's, and there's a security property. guard yeah. right here. I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to your place. I'm going to my friend's place. Yeah. They're allowing me in here. Yeah. Like, yeah it's like, you're not fun. I don't want to go hang with you anyway. No, racism needs to just go somewhere. Yeah, man. That's, that's just too much for me. So, yeah. So, like, sorry. Uh, shout out to Miguel Angel Sanchez for, uh, you know. Having to put uh, up with that. Yeah, put up with that and being Sean because he was chill. That to threw the coffee on him. He kept his composure. The dude wanted to fight him. He was like, I want to, like, dude, I want to protect myself. But he was, I, I, I commend you for being good about that, man, because, like, that was that was hard to do. So I, I love how all of our topics just flow into the next one. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about some pop, pop culture. Pop culture, real quick. Lots going on. And then we're around the show up. So everybody, if you haven't heard, everyone wants Idris Elba to be the new James Bond. Idris Elba should yeah. be the next James yeah. Bond, plain and simple. Yeah. They, yeah. I understand he's a fictional character. Yeah. But so is Batman. And yeah. how many people play Batman? Yeah. How many people play Superman over the years? How many people played any of these people over the years? Yeah. You know, just because it calls a white person doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying, it needs to be a white person. Yeah. The first Wonder Woman was Latina. Yeah. Nobody knows that. The lady from the 70s. Yeah. She's Latina. Yeah. Well, everyone's like, well, well, you can't do a white Black Panther. I'm like, well, you could, but it wouldn't make sense to, like, do that where it takes place in the middle of Africa. I mean, if it's within context. Yeah. You, I don't care to do it, but it's it's not. If, but, you made, if you made a white blade, I wouldn't care. Yeah. All right, make a, make, make a Latin blade. I don't know, anything. Like, I don't care. That doesn't make a difference to me. I think it'd be tight if they had a Japanese blade. That'd be kind of sick. Nonetheless, yeah. but, like, I think it's funny how, like, people get figured out by us. And especially it's a fictional you, character. Yeah, especially if you go to the U.K. and ask everyone, which they did. So, Doodle New Poll, which was taken in the U.K., which I think it should matter most. I just Alba is that the... I call him Abba Zabba, so it's hard not to do it. because like Idris. My, yeah, I know, but my mom likes him, so I call him Abba Zabba, kind of make her mad. Sorry, mom, I okay. love you. So it's like Idris Alba. <laughs> Elba. So he's a... Uh, he's out a Brit. Of, yeah. He I deserves to be 007. He's yeah. a Brit. That's yeah. all it is to it. He's not playing a British person. He's yeah. actually yeah. a British person. Exactly. So these people so people in the UK have voted. They want him number one. So he's number one at 26%. Second is Tom Hardy. No. He's no. Venom. No. He's coming out he, as Venom. No, I'm he sorry. Can't, he can't be 007 yeah. too. Tom Hiddleston, yeah, I can kind of see it. I, yeah. think, I think he would I mean, surprise us. But, he won't be my but top But he's choice. also Loki. Yeah. Aiden Turner, no. James Orton, no. So, what, I'm going yeah. yeah, I would also like to throw in Jason Statham <laughs> in a weird way. If I tell you what, if they're going to go like the Pierce Brosnan route with all this, I'd say go with Jason Statham. No. If you want to go the serious Daniel Craig route, you got to go with Idris Elba. I'm saying, Daniel Craig... <laughs> I know, made, I know Jason Statham is not Daniel British, Craig made, made 007 like a thug. Yeah. This would go back to being more posh yeah. like, of yeah. a 007. I, heard I feel like, like the he could Roger be, Moore approach. He, he could be more yeah. debonair yeah. than, yeah. than, 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 
than Daniel Craig yeah. has ever been yeah. in this role. Yeah, but Roger he's Moore, always he's always just been like yeah. tough guy. But those other ones were like smacking up girls back in the day. Well, I'm thought, saying, you know what I mean? Like the, the make out. You gotta take that. All, <laughs> all, like, all, did you just smack her and make out with her? I, was oh, like, I don't think hey, you can do that. All the rest of these, all the rest of those guys, can do that part. Are too tough for yeah. the role. Tom Tom Huddleston is like the only one that that could probably bring it back to posh. Yeah, and I think he can add a different kind of character element to it. Like a he's little, too tall to be James Bond. He's like six four. I don't, know. <laughs> I, think it'll I, don't know. I don't think it's gonna work. I think I think it could. I could. You have to really make a specific style. If he was kind of more cunning and you know what I mean. Yeah. Can I be kind of more smart that way? Kind of more like a MacGyver type in the way. Hey, I think Tom Hiddleston could pull it off. Like I, but no one wants I to pay, like no one wants to pay money to see a Bond movie to watch someone be smart. They're I, like, no, I want to see all the stuff. I know? like him, but like, think, think about it. And cool. all the movies he's been in that we've seen that we've liked, yeah. he's only been a small part. Yeah. I don't know if he can carry that James Bond I'll, title. I don't uh, think he can. I think you're right too. I don't want to like do that. I mean, at least he yeah. has been a leading man. That's true. He's got experience. He's been Luther. He's my forever. number one pick, but I think it depends on how they do it too. Because they can't. I don't want him. I don't want to try to make. I don't want them to make Idris Elba like a Pierce Brosnan. I'll be like, no, nah, why'd y'all do that to him, man? Yeah, yeah, don't do that to him. All right, so t- closing things out. Rest in peace to the one and only Aretha Franklin, um, uh, soul queen. It's pretty much uh, the queen of soul, I should say. Uh, has passed away um, recently. She was 76 years old. Um, she died at 9.50 at her home in Detroit. Uh, they say the cause of death is due to advanced cancer. pancreatic cancer. Cancer um, takes everybody out, man. Yeah. So sad. sad. So, yeah, play a little song. I'm sorry I didn't have anything ready this Put morning. Put some R-S- yeah. R-E-S-P-E-C-T yeah. on her name. Yeah, I got... And, and play some songs for her today. Yeah, I tried to. I got disrupted by a fire alarm in my building, which I will not go into. Thank God I'll be moving out soon. So, yeah, rest in peace to her. All right. All right, let's get into... Bar rent, we out of here. My last year. We were like the ACLU of the radio today. Yeah. We're going off on everything. It did. Well, this is what happens when we take a week off. We got too much of that I stuff to talk a about. A lot to <laughs> talk about. It shadows everything else. So even on a bar rant, it comes out. So what we're going to talk about today is, is gay stuff in bars. And what I mean by that is like people getting weird about gay people about gay being people being in, in bars. bars. Yeah. Right. So I hate when people walk up to you that you you've said it before and I'll say it again. Yeah. I hate when people walk up to you as the bartender and like, hey, is this a gay bar? Yeah. Like, no, it's a human bar. No. What are humans in it? No, that's just a, that guy <laughs> that just happens to probably be gay. Yeah. But that doesn't mean this is a gay bar. Like, okay, man, I don't know. I'm just feeling weird. Like, like what? What is he gonna like run you in the bathroom and like rape no, or something? Like, no, what are you so afraid of? What are you so afraid yeah. of? It's, it's just on edge. We're just humans in yeah. a human place. Yeah. Why does it gotta be weird? Just relax. Stop, just relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the strangest that's, thing. It's like you walking up to me as a black person and you being a white person walking up to the bar and be like, is this a black club? Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. This Jewish club? Well, that guy's Jewish. I don't know if I feel very comfortable. There's a lot of pretty dark in here. Well, I mean, you just came in on the night. There's actual black people here. Same thing with the the gay thing. Like, let human human beings be human beings. Let us like let everybody live. Yeah, someone that'd be funny that did come. Someone's like, "This black club." Like, I hope so. (laughs) Not too many. Not Not too many. They're out there. Find one. Let me know, player. No, you find one and let you find one that that they let. Yeah, just be called a black club. Yeah, let alone. Yeah. Thrive yeah. as a black club, and then we'll make some yeah. decisions. I haven't soaked at most places where there are larger groups of black people. There still seems to be some good mix of device, diversity all together, you know. Yeah, but so that's you know been what like a, that's been like a solid thing I've been seeing on Portland. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Uh, clubs who are who cater quote unquote to black people yeah. are nine times out of ten usually shut down yeah. in the city. Yeah, totally. 
All right. Oh, man. Time's up. We, it's because we missed that, that last week. We yeah. still feel like we had a lot to catch up on. Yeah, and I'm probably going to be gone again next week and then take weeks after that, maybe. We'll see. But we'll still have something fresh and new for you, so don't worry about it. We'll figure it out as we go along. That's how life works. You improvise. Guerrilla warfare. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> All, right. All right. Stay cool out there, Portland. Try to avoid the bad air if you can. Take care of each other in the meantime. Love 